Hi everyone. Uh, welcome to Yelai, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Sandeep Mohindru, uh, co-founder and CEO of uh, M1 Exchange, a fintech platform for uh, servicing finance needs of uh, MSME across India. Uh, Sandeep is a chartered accountant by training and has over 20 years of industry experience. Uh, hi Sandeep, welcome to Yelai. Thank you, Priya. Uh, uh, my pleasure to be part of this lounge and uh, look forward to interact with you on this. Give us an introduction about yourself. Uh, tell us who you are. So, Priya, I am uh, based out of Delhi NCR region. Uh, as you said, CA by profession, entrepreneur by heart. Uh, started my career in 1996 uh, when I finished my CA. Uh, thereafter, I worked for uh, two years and then started my own organization, uh, which was more of a consulting firm. And uh, it was more like a proprietorship, which ran for about four years. Uh, converted ourselves into a private limited company called Mine Integrated Solutions mm -hmm. in 2002. And uh, thereafter, uh, the second venture which is M1 Exchange has been started in 2016. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, these two ventures are running uh, successfully. One of them is, both of them are now today technology oriented. And uh, uh, in this journey, uh, we have started from scratch. Uh, I mean, both are greenfield projects, which started from zero. And the learning has been immense and huge uh, dealing with all partners, employees, teams. It's it's been a it's been an experience in itself. Okay, tell us more about M1 Exchange. What what does it do uh, on a, a day to day basis? What value it provides to the stakeholders? And uh, also, if you uh, care to explain to us uh, how the underlying uh, technology works. Sure, sure. So M1 is solving a very uh, prominent problem of the society for the MSMEs. Uh, today, MSMEs, uh, everyone talks about funding MSMEs digitally and which is a good uh, uh, objective to achieve. Uh, we are also in the same similar objective. However, we are solving two unique problems. One is any business which, which has customers which builds to large corporates, medium corporates, uh, they have a challenge in realization of their dues or collections from these large corporates. So M1 helps them to discount their receivables online. And with all the uh, good fortune, today, small and medium enterprises are logging in from 600 cities in India to discount their invoices, including uh, places like Odisha, mm -hmm including far-flung areas as far as Coimbatore or, or down south or anywhere in India, people are logging in from 600 cities digitally, putting their invoices digitally and getting them discounted. So this therefore solves one challenge for them wherein they have to run after their customer for collection of dues. This, this takes away that challenge completely from them and de-risk their business from the 
collection views. The second point is that in our approach, we are not analyzing the balance sheet of the MSME. We are not analyzing his past credentials. Therefore, there is no limitation factor on discounting his receivables. Mm -hmm. And the rate of interest at which the discounting is happening is at the rate at which his customer would have gotten the money. Okay. That means if he's supplying to Maruti or he's supplying to any large corporate in India, and if that corporate would get a rate of interest as low as 5%, 6%, 7% per annum, the discounting happens at that rate. Okay. Therefore, the SME becomes very competitive. His cost of doing business comes down. He He's able to grow at a reasonable cost. He's not spending or he's not shelling out large amount of money for his discounting. So these are the problems that we are solving. A, collection risk. We are taking away that collection risk from him. We are taking away his hassle of collection from him. B, the cost of funding is available at a very, very competitive rate, at a rate at which a large corporate will get the funding. C, there is no limitation. We are not depending on his, on his own balance sheet or credentials. We are doing it based on the risk of the customer he's supplying. Mm -hmm. So these are the three challenges we are solving. Sounds like a very interesting value proposition for the uh, 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 MSMEs. But like, I would like to understand now, how does this work in the in the hindsight? How are you able to uh, generate money, uh, generate a profit out of this model? Sure. Uh, so like your previous question was, how is it making uh, value add to the uh, all the stakeholders? So one of the stakeholders is a MSME, which I've explained. Now your second question is also connected to the other stakeholders, which are the banks on the platform and which are the large corporates on the platform. Now, uh, how does it work? An MSME uploads the invoice on the platform. The large corporate, who is his customer, validates the invoice for its genuinity. That means the goods have been delivered or the services have been delivered the quality is correct, the quantity is correct, the value is correct, and the due date is correct. So the large corporate approves the invoice on the platform. And then all the banks in India, 40 banks in India, participate to bid for discounting that invoice. Okay, now that bidding happens within a minute of, within a uh, fraction of seconds, minutes, or a few hours. And the best bid is then visible to the MSME. He can accept that bid. Now, once he does that, the funds get transferred to his account next day morning between 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. automatically. Mm -hmm. And as the due date gets nearer, that means let's say the invoice due date is 60 days later when the large corporate will pay it. On the 60th day, we as an exchange collect the proceeds from that large corporate and give it back to the bank who has funded it. So the SME doesn't have to follow up. SME doesn't have to worry about delay in collection or no collection. There is no penal interest. There is no default on him. The bank is buying the receivable of the SME for the credit period. 
So if there is any delay, the credit, the extra interest is collected from the large corporate, not from the SME. Okay, so that's how it operates. Okay. And every movement of funds is automatic online. There is no, uh, there is no charge given to the SME for collection of proceeds or anything. There is an interest cost that he bears to the bank, and that's the cost that he that he has to incur, which is, as I said, lower than what he would have spent if he would have borrowed on his own. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, the therefore the other two stakeholders in this process is the bank and the large corporate. Now, how does a bank benefit? The bank benefits because this is digital. The bank does not have to have a branch in a small city to, to do this business. He is getting access to this, to financing this MSME, who is a, who is a supplier of a large corporate. Mm -hmm. So the bank is taking a risk on a large corporate and giving the funding to the SME. So for him, all the compliances of priority sector lending are getting picked. Mm -hmm. And this is digital for him. He, he, the bank has not invested in any manpower. They, it is like a trading desk for them or a treasury desk for them, where they just see the invoices on the screen and this is the best invoice they discounted. Okay. So this is the this is exactly how a bank benefits as a participant in this program. Okay. The cost of doing business for him reduces by almost, uh, I would say, 10 to 15% of his original cost. Mm -hmm. Now, how does a corporate benefit? If the cost of doing business for his supplier is coming down, then the corporate's cost of procurement also comes down. True. And all, our, all the corporates who are today on M1, they are benefiting because their cost of doing business in the last three years has gone down from these SMEs and they come forward on their own now to share and to advise the MSMEs that you should use this platform, you should supply to us, take more orders, mm -hmm. and thereby reduce our cost and your cost. Okay. Understood. That's how it is. Understood. Uh, sounds like a very interesting uh, model. Uh, I would like to now understand how do you make revenue out of it? So our revenue is a small fee, which is charged to an SME and it is, it is built in as a part of the interest cost, which is, which is being paid by the SME on the platform. And, uh, it's a, it's a very, very nominal fee and it's completely linked to the value of the invoice and the, uh, business that he does. There is no fixed cost on him. If he's, if he's discounting, there is a cost. If he's not discounting, there is no cost. And that's how it operates. Sandeep, now we will talk about the process of uh, building such a platform. Now tell us, uh, how did you come up with this idea in the first place? Yeah, Supriya, uh, this was a white paper released by RBI way back in 2015. And uh, this white paper was talking about such a product being used in Brazil and, uh, uh, and, and is doing very well uh, in, in that country. And uh, 
India wanted to replicate it because there are so many MSMEs. Mm-hmm. And I read that white paper. I found that interesting. And I thought this will solve the challenge of an MSME because he doesn't have to have his own balance sheet. This is not a loan for him. Mm-hmm. The collection becomes easier for him. And this is digital. Now, in 2015, the uh, all the hype about being digital, fintech, all that was not there. Uh, so, so not many people were really interested in something like this. This was a completely greenfield project. It had never happened in India. And uh, because we found it interesting, so we thought we should apply to RBI and submit our credentials. And uh, I must congratulate and, and say that RBI was open-minded to consider a technology company for this project. So the other people who have participated in these projects are large financial institutions. They have also set up something like this mm-hmm. under the license from RBI. And we are the technology company who stand out as a different company from them. And uh, so, so essentially, this uh, is the past work that we had done in terms of uh, my earlier venture, which is Mind Integrated Solutions, and the experience we could bring in this. Mm-hmm. RBI considered us, and they granted us this license. Okay. And uh, how did we build it up? Uh, this has been built ground zero in partnership with RBI. Uh, because this is not just about technology. This is also about the ecosystem in India. Uh, the ecosystem in India did not exist for something like this. Uh, the, the relevant laws uh, had to be uh, created. How will a bank operate? How will a bank take risk? Uh, what will be the process of collection? What if collection fails? Uh, how will the legal agreement look like? Uh, how will a corporate approve the invoice? Uh, how will we make it uh, uh, valuable or bring value for all the participants in the platform? In answering all these questions, uh, we have worked very closely with RBI and the banks in India. And thereafter, this product has been carved out. And in this journey, we have used the technology we have created mobile app. We have created web version. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, Corona uh, kind of pushed us that the onboarding of all the MSMEs in India should be made digital because we could not run couriers. We could not uh, for one-time onboarding. So today, the entire process end-to-end is digital mm-hmm. in this journey. Initially, uh, when we approached the banks, uh, the banks were hesitant for a product like this in 2016 because in India, uh, that time, um, discounting an invoice electronically, no one had experienced, no one had heard of. And the banks were saying that this will not succeed. Uh, Factoring does not work in India. There are frauds which happen. Uh, and therefore, uh, this will not succeed. And they were not coming forward in a large manner. Uh, step by step, it had to be uh, built in. Uh, demonetization happened. 
a lot of business became formal businesses in india uh, gst came in uh, that brought in authenticity of the invoices uh, so the ecosystem in india enabled this and few banks agreed to take risk in the initial days of financing such invoices uh, the uh, the the experience was positive we only did uh, 300 crore worth of invoices in our first year that we could discount uh, the entire money that was discounted came back to the corporates came back to the banks successfully without any default mm-hmm. which gave the confidence to them and then the next year we could do about 1200 crore invoices and then from three banks it became 18 banks they started taking interest and now all the public sector banks in india 40 banks in india are participating in this and today we are doing 1000 crores a month so what we used to do 1200 crore in a year as a volume today we are doing 1000 crore a month a volume okay. and uh, that kind of size it has attained in in 3 years uh however the market that we are looking to capture or garner is close to 1 lakh crore uh and and if we capture and garner that market uh that will be not more than 20% of the overall market or 30% of the overall market it will be in that range so we are working on a journey towards reaching that stage okay you spoke about uh, onboarding different st- stakeholders uh, to the platform uh, and when you build a ecosystem um, unless you onboard a significant number of entities to the platform the network effect doesn't play and uh, hence uh, the platform is worthless till that point so can you tell us how did you onboard different stakeholders not just the banks but how did you convince the msmes the corporate to come and join the platform yeah so uh priya uh, the toughest in this was a bank to convince the banks to take a risk because they are the ones who are taking the risk call uh, the toughest was them uh, the second toughest was the corporate uh, because the corporate said uh, why should i commit a payment date for an msme on a platform uh i mean i can pay him directly uh and uh even if i even if there is any delay i don't have to pay any penal interest why should i commit penal interest on a platform uh the msme uh, definitely was uh, the most beneficial of the entire process so therefore uh, they were participative uh from from early days we had to uh, like i said in case of banks uh, we had to kind of showcase the uh, the value and the volume to them and today they work very closely with us to build volumes to plan to make business plan about it because it helps them grow their business tremendously without investing in it uh for a large corporate we had to uh, prove it to them that if the cost of msme will come down your cost will come down and as they experienced it uh, today all double a rated triple a rated large conglomerates are today participate on the platform further 
because this was an MSME cause, this was a cause for development of MSME in the society. Government uh, MSME department, uh, RBI, Ministry of Finance, they supported a lot. They released a notification wherein they made mandatory for all large corporates and PSUs to register themselves on Treads platform. Treads is three is M one, so that their MSMEs can benefit, and that compliance enabled corporates or or pushed corporates to register themselves. And once they registered, we had to convince them that if they try a few transactions and if they succeed, and their cost comes down, and they succeeded uh, uh, with all God's grace. And therefore, the volume started. I think uh, you were uh, funded recently. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but uh, you have been building and growing this platform since last three or four four years. Can you tell us how did you um, manage the financial runway to uh, first of all build the platform and then the cost associated with the onboarding the stakeholders? Yes, so Priya, uh, very good question. Uh, we've been funded twice, uh, once in 2019 and once in 2021. Uh, so 21 is a recent one. Uh, we started building the platform in 2016. We started with our internal uh, capital proceeds uh, uh, from in 2016. Uh, because of my erstwhile business, which was uh, which is running as a profitable business, so we contributed our capital from our erstwhile business, and uh, we went to the market in 2018, and we were successful to collect the to raise the proceeds in 2019 beginning. Mm -hmm. So till 2000, from 2016 to 2019, we managed from our internal. Uh, funding. We were in, we were operating in a bootstrapped manner. Uh, today also we operate in a very cost conscious manner. But that time we were we we had limited funds only. And then after 2019, uh, we had a runway for two years. Uh, we could we could successfully display uh, that whatever we the objective was, we are able to achieve it. And then in 2021. Uh, the next set of investors have come and uh, partnered with us in this. Now that you have got some kind of uh, traction, uh, I think it's a uh, substantial traction. Uh, can you tell us what is the vision you have uh, for M1 uh, Exchange? Yeah, so Priya, essentially uh, M1 is a supply chain finance product uh, using technology. Uh, completely digital. Uh, our goal is that we are uh, making a value add to in the society in the heart of every MSME in India. We should be present in every desk, every home of the country. Uh, that if you want to get your invoice discounted, M1 is the place to be. Uh, that's the ultimate goal. And we are working towards that goal every day. Uh, the network is increasing uh, tremendously. I mean, we are adding about uh, close to about 600 to 700 new participants every month. Mm -hmm. uh, 
एंड दिस नंबर बिफोर कोरोना सेकंड वेव किकटेन दिस नंबर वाज क्लोज टू अबाउट 900 पार्टिसिपेंट्स एवरी मंथ नाउ इन अप्रैल एंड मई विद द सेकंड लॉकडाउन वी इट्स गोइंग लाइक 600 अप्रोक्सीमेटली एंड इफ द वे दिस डिजिटल वेव एंड द वैल्यू एडेड इज ब्रिंगिंग वी विल बी प्रेजेंट इन एवरी सिटी एवरी होम एमएसएमई इज प्रेजेंट इन सो we have to become a household brand that's the objective is there or will there be a blockchain component to it yes there will be there is today also uh, for for duplicate check uh, we use blockchain uh, versus other other players in the market so that the invoice does not get financed on a duplicate manner uh, in future blockchain will be used more and more Uh, as the tokenization uh, becomes the norm of the country uh, then this uh, every invoice can be tokenized and that token can be financed uh, so the models exist uh, the commercial uh, value of doing it uh, will will have to uh, enable us to use blockchain the commercial value will happen once Uh, the banks and the mdfcs come forward uh, with a more open mindset of financing a token uh, so at the right time we will be using it uh, i think it will come in, in some it'll take some more time before that kind of token adoption in india uh, becomes prominent what are the challenges that you have faced uh, so far while uh, building and growing this venture uh the challenges were uh getting the right talent uh to work with us partner with us so we had to uh we had to attract or convince not attract convince the right team from the banking industry to partner with us and join us uh that is that was one challenge uh the other challenge was in the initial days convincing the banks to start working with us the third challenge was raising the funds in any case because we were managing with our own funding internal funding and we had uh, if in 2019 we would not have raised the funds uh we were running out of cash uh, in the next 3 to 6 months at that time uh the fourth uh, challenge has been maintaining the team after hiring maintaining them their aspiration of growth uh, their outlook towards the product their outlook towards the growth uh, so maintaining the team was also another challenge so these are some of the challenges one has gone through working on this okay speaking about maintaining the team can you tell us few strategies you have implemented to retain uh, right talent uh in the company yeah so priya as much transparency we maintained with the team it has helped us uh everybody knew in the system that this is a value add product and this will uh, bring uh, a change in the society so therefore uh, they were convinced about the uh, about the objective and the vision that the product carried uh having said that uh, uh the the growth aspiration of the team the uh 
the willingness to work together amongst themselves uh, all that i mean these are normal human challenges and in this uh, challenge many times uh, people are not able to uh, have a have see a growth for themselves and they move on in their career so we had to replace the teams and we were successful in in uh, replacing some of our senior members well on time uh, as and when the movement happened and uh, today we are a 110 people team uh it was started with two people uh and in four years now we are a 110 people team going strong uh we've been blessed by amazon and bnext and uh, mayfield and sidweep for an investment so uh people do see a see a growth and innovative uh opportunity for them uh so in a way what we have given to our teams is freedom to operate in doing their doing the things in their own innovative way bringing innovation on the table and making it more and more digital so these objectives have helped the team that anything which is done manually how to make it digital and that's where innovation has has been kind of pulled in by everyone in the system in making the product designing the product taking it to market convincing the people making the change happen convincing banks convincing large corporates it has flavor of it has a flavor of rich experience that people have have learned in this journey and taken a growth for themselves that's how they maintain did you pivot your business model in between uh, the journey uh yes we we uh we the initial uh, business model which was created it was supposed to uh, touch on height in 2019 and uh, unfortunately and we were going we were going super growth mode in 2019 and that's when we were funded also now unfortunately in the country ilfs crisis happened in 2019 there was a default uh, by ilfs and all the banks and the you know started shying away from new new uh, funding in terms of financing and therefore the liquidity dried up in the economy mm-hmm. and 2019 for almost 3 months uh, the volumes came down very dramatically and this was the time when uh, even the rating agencies started uh, re-rating all the corporates in india so a corporate which had an a rating he started becoming triple b corporate who had a double a rated who became single a rated and so on and so forth because the rating came down the banks uh, reduced the funding and that brought down the liquidity of the platform so we therefore had to change our customer base we had to focus on double a rated corporates triple a rated corporates single a rated corporates and their suppliers and that helped us to come out of that crisis and today uh, the exchange is successfully done close to 13000 crore worth of financing 
and the default is next to negligible because uh, the suppliers of large corporates and these large corporates are double a rated triple a rated like i said uh, the mix is very high and the mix of b rated corporate is low so that's how we had to change our business mix over a period of time can you tell us about few failures that you have gone through as an entrepreneur few failures uh uh in my 25 years of career i would have lost uh senior teams at least twice in my career uh the senior people who are who are who are uh, managing the organization who are growing the organization they have moved on in their career and that brings a uh that brings a lot of uh, instability in the running process so that has been one uh, failure but we have now learnt it over a period of time we have now mastered it over a period of time and we ensure that we are having backup plans there is there is uh, uh, growth uh, for the layer 3 in case layer 2 moves on so that has been learnt and mastered now mm-hmm. uh the second uh, instance has been when the external factors suddenly brought breaks uh, into the growth and which i like i said uh, ilfs crisis which happened we did not anticipate it uh, but it came like a blow onto us and uh, for three months uh, we went uh, really through a rough weather we had to reorganize ourselves and uh, that that kind of was a second uh, blow onto us of course corona uh, lockdown all that has been the external factors again which has uh, impacted uh, most of us these are the few uh, challenges and uh, any other uh, these are some of the big hiccups that i remember that have impacted me okay so coming to the final question this is the final question we ask in all the sessions tell us about the interesting lessons that you have learned as an entrepreneur which uh, can be taken away by uh, our listeners and can be applied to their ventures and they don't have to go through that learning phase again because you have gone through it uh yes uh, i mean one of the points that i have inherited over a period of time is uh, to be fearless uh, when you are making a dream be fearless about it uh, pursue it with your passion if you win it's a it's a it's a good situation to be in in case you lose you learn from it and move on so so one is being fearless uh second i would say is uh, create a value don't just create and go after a customer or 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 uh, profits or growth uh, create a value in your offering master it so much that it becomes the best and all this will follow whether it's revenue growth whether it's customer growth whether it's support from the teams everything will follow uh, the third learning is 
risks. The teams can do better than you. You can take a risk. You can be fearless. However, the art of doing it, everyone has his own way of doing it. So give the space to the team to innovate. Let them experience their innovation. Let them have a pleasure of taking the win. So let them give them the freedom to to implement your project. And the fourth point I would say is collaborate with your investors. Investors bring a lot of value on the table. Uh, they help you grow in leaps and bounds. So be open to the investors and adapt them with all the freshness. Okay. Uh, on this note, I am out of questions, and uh, I would say it was a a real learning experience for me as well uh thanks for your time sandeep and i would like to say my best wishes for m1 exchange thank you priya uh, good to good to connect with you and all the best to the entrepreneur lounge to make it the best thank you